That was Money by Pink Floyd from The Dark Side of the Moon. Well, here we are, over a month since the election, and we still have the craziness going on. It's amazing to me that people continue to remain silent, particularly the Republican senators about the election of Joe Biden. Also, what gets to me is the number of people that still think that the election was rigged or somehow was fraudulent. A few podcasts ago, I had mentioned about these so-called religious evangelists who were great at grifting people's money. Now we look at Trump and this whole post-election collection of money that has been funneled towards him. At this stage, it's over $200 million now, and there's really no specifications on how that money can be spent. The area of caution I have is just think about Trump University, Trump Stakes, Trump Water, and the grifting that he has done over the years and how he continues to do so, counting on people to give him money that he could use for whatever purpose he sees fit. So I think, how can people keep falling for this grifter and continue to contribute to his cause, which is basically his cause is funneling money, as I mentioned, to himself. Which brings me to the idea of when I first started thinking about doing podcasts, I wanted to primarily focus on things like education and politics. Now, for some, I think people will believe that they used to maybe on different tangents. I think back when I was teaching and I would get in these discussions with other teachers and they would tell me that, you know, well, you know, they're into education, but they really don't follow politics. And my premise was always that every situation, particularly in education and interactions with other people, are political. You have situations where if I'm dealing with an administrator, that's a political situation. That's a political matter. You have somebody who has the power and control and you have the other person who's a recipient of that. So no matter how much you want to dismiss the idea that teacher-administrator positions are not political, they really are. It's about power and control in some aspects. And so when I begin to think about how they work together, I also begin to think, given the circumstances and the number of people that supported Trump over the years, where does education play a part in this and kind of perpetuate in this thought process where you really don't think? It's almost a case of what I define as lazy brain. We don't research anything. We don't investigate anything. We simply go by, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, a lot of our information is now collected by social media. So my question is, what role does education play in the current thinking of many people in this country. I think the first thing we need to do is go back in time, back to the time of the Reagan administration when William Bennett was the Secretary of Education in his approach to education. During that time, it was really the push towards more standardized testing began. You saw conservative politicians use this opportunity to begin to bash education in America. And the big push began to some type of standardized testing in America. We also began to see the push from a more holistic education to area of specialization. Now, the problem with this approach was not even the experts could agree to what should be tested. Corporations saw it as a money-making bonanza. A February 2019 study done 
at Penn State showed that states spend over $1.7 billion every year on standardized testing. And what has standardized testing got for us? My feeling is that we've now moved schools from really a holistic approach to education to devoting a great portion of the day in class teaching to the test. I've spoken to administrators and some will try to rationalize and justify that, oh, they're really not teaching to the test. They're not devoting the curriculum to that. But when you look at what's going on in the classroom, that's exactly what is happening. And when school districts provide bonuses for administrators for test result scores, it further incentivizes school districts to push towards teaching to the test. And when you base teachers' evaluations on their students' test scores, it also leads to a situation where teachers are frightened and will push more towards teaching to the test. So you have politicians that use this as a platform to rev people up. You have administrators who are basing their bonuses on how the students score on testing. And you have teachers intimidated by the situation whether they're going to get a positive evaluation based on their student's test score. You then have school board members who jump on the bandwagon also and push for better testing scores without having a background in education. You have this competitive situation where you have one school district competing against the other to see who can get the best test scores. And then you have the bulldozer parents whose only concern is the grade that their child gets and protect their child from any challenges. So we add all these dynamics together or maybe obstacles together. And what does that mean for education? What does that mean for a day in the life of a student? If we're educating our children only to think about what's going to be on a test, their primary concern is going to be either what's going to be on the test and preparing for that or totally tuning out. Forget about higher level thinking skills. We're going to want to know what's going to be on the test and focus our energy towards that. And in the process, no longer thinking about things at a higher level, simply only concerning ourselves with how will I do on the test. And the pressure that's put on students by their parents to perform well only exasperates the problem. Schools go from being institutes of learning to testing centers. And now over the past four years where really facts don't matter, it's just simply, I think this way, therefore it must be true, has created a monster. The message from the top is facts, well we don't need them because anyway, they're not real. The scary part was I began to see that in the classroom where students would think, well, I said it, so therefore it must be true. And you would have parents that would back that up. So it seems the longer we have gone on with this push for testing, the further away we've gotten from really thinking at a higher level. And what's the end result of all this? I know for a fact there was illegal activity going on there. People have pictures of people carrying ballots out of that place. Um, There is pictures of vans full of ballots coming out of that place. It they took these Democrats took every avenue possible to commit fraud in this election. The the poll book the poll book is completely off, completely off. Off that thirty thousand. I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. That poll book? Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you Do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. So 
my question then is if the guess how many wait what about what about how what what about the turnout rate 120 percent why we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes that that's not the case what did you guys do take it and uh do something crazy to it well welcome to the new america now some will argue well this is just one crazy case it's not the way a lot of people think it's just you're just stretching the truth however this way of thinking was occurring throughout the country you know we're still in this fight we're out here to be loud to be heard to demand transparency and uh you know we just want answers there's a lot of questions still and a lot of races are still very close that shouldn't be called such as arizona i think i think trump supporters are positive uh i think that they know it's not over yet uh, the wind hasn't been taken out of our sails yet. Uh, we believe that there's evidence out there and the truth will prevail. You look at it and it's the press that called it. And it's fully proof that the press is manipulating and propagandizing this whole election. They're brainwashing people. You can see it clearly. We saw a coup being attempted in America. Freedom being taken away. And it was being taken away by people that don't like America, and they are entrenched in what is called the deep, deep. But what I'd like to see happen is the truth come out. The fact that all the fraud that went on, I just would like the election to be decided legally. With legal votes, not hidden ballots, not ballots being counted five, six, four or five days afterwards. So what we witness here is a situation where it doesn't matter whether there's facts to back you up or not. It's simply because I say it, therefore it must be true. And where does this emanate from? And where does this get support from? No other than our current president. And the scary part is the role that education has played in this level of thinking. We tend to move further and further away from higher level thinking I call this the foxification of education in America, where we learn to make decisions not based on facts or investigation by simply whatever we think makes sense to us in our little bubbles, just like Fox News. I think if things are ever going to change in this country, we need to look at how we're educating people, or in this case, really how we're not educating people. We're more becoming test takers. Until we take a look at our educational system and we begin to make changes to encourage thinking, things are going to get worse and worse. We're going to have people less and less thinking for themselves, investigating things for themselves, wanting to be curious about things and research them to find out more of the facts. There will be those that oppose this because then you're disrupting the status quo. And people that are in positions of power may have to give up some of that power. Just think of a society where people begin to question things, question authority, question the way things are going right now, questions about what direction we should take, questions about the unequal distribution of wealth in this country, question about universal health care, questions about education, questions about our government, whether we should continue to use electoral college or perhaps go strictly by popular vote. All of these questions that people can ask. 
And yet currently our educational system doesn't support this. As I stated earlier, the further we move towards teaching to the test, the further we move away from questioning things. We'll continue to get thinking such as this. In front of you that you observed were counted multiple times in the machine. Can you put a number to it, an estimated number? At least least 30,000. At least 30,000. This isn't counting, you know, the ballots that are found in rivers, the ballots found under rocks. I had called my manager over to a specific uh, tabulating machine. At that point, I was just really frustrated and upset. I I could tell what was going on. I, I knew what was going on at that point. What was going on? Um, he was in on it. So is this the direction that America's going, this way of thinking? I believe that until we do something about education in America, we're headed down this dark, dark road. I think we have an opportunity to change things over the next four years, but it's going to take some courage from people. It's going to take some forward-thinking people to make those changes, to begin to turn education not into testing factories, but into truly higher-level learning opportunities for students. Must have a code that you can live by, and so become yourself. Because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well, their father's hell. It slowly go by and feed them on your dreams. The one they picked, the one you know by. Don't you ever ask them why? If they told you you would cry, so just look at them and sigh. Look at them and sigh.